The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you are concerned for the future of our world, you want to know that what we do right now will affect things tomorrow. For our children, their children, and generations to come, welcome to The Convergence, featuring Dr. Kurt Johnson, Ben Bowler, and Doug King, plus contributions from our correspondents located across the globe. You'll connect religion and spirituality and learn their roles in making this world a better place. Now, The Convergence. Hello, my name is Ben Bowler from OneGod.com. Together with our partners at the Interspiritual Network and Presence TV, we are thrilled to welcome you to this 13-part radio series called The Convergence, Uniting the Tribes in the Interspiritual Age. The last five decades have seen unprecedented advancement in science and technology. This has accelerated the rate of intercultural engagement as boundary-driven worldviews developed in relative isolation for centuries, are increasingly exposed to other ways of seeing and being in the world. This both challenges and informs views on spirituality, religion and philosophy. When faced with new and different ways of thinking, we can either contract and consolidate our views, which leads to fundamentalism and conflict, or we can evolve and expand our ideas, which leads to new opportunities for harmony, resonance and even convergence. This series is dedicated to the important work of navigating through this evolutionary leap. At the same time consciousness is expanding, the challenges on a global scale are also rapidly increasing. The question is this, will we wake up, will we grow up, just in time to turn this thing around? If we are to do that, then the time is now. It is in this spirit that we present to you this series. The Convergence, a journey of waking up and growing up with Dr. Kurt Johnson and friends. Together with some of the world's leading philosophers, thinkers, artists and visionaries, we explore the leading edges of spirituality, activism and a host of interconnected fields, all essential in moving our planet forward towards a peaceful, positive future. It is my pleasure to introduce to you now your series host, Dr. Kurt Johnson. Thanks, Ben Bowler, for that introduction to the Convergence series. This is your host, Dr. Kurt Johnson of the Interspiritual Network. And in fact, I'm here with Ben Bowler in the studio, along with Doug King of Presence. And we'll be joined in a moment by Stephen Dynan of the Shift Network. Presence, www.presence.tv, a global conversation for a new earth, is a host sponsor of the Convergence series, and Doug will be with us on a number of Convergence episodes. Today we'll be discussing the Road to 2020, a panorama of events and initiatives that will be rolling out across and through a number of global networks as we move through the next critical years of our planet's history. And this episode will also be replayed on Thanksgiving Day. So, Ben, what would you like to tell us about the Road to 2020? And kick around first with Doug 
and then with Doug and Stephen. And thank you very much, Kurt, and uh, greetings to you, and uh, greetings to Doug. Yeah, greetings to you, Ben, and to Kurt both. Really glad to be here. Yeah, it's good to be on the call, and uh, the show definitely wanting to touch base on uh, this exciting uh, developments as we unfold everything between uh, what's taken place earlier in the month at the United uh, Nations in the chapel and the road to 2020. And there just is such a tremendous momentum gathering now uh, through so many different movements and so many different groups, uh, all being driven by a variety of impulses towards uh, some really big escalating breakouts on the planet. So what we're looking to do with the Road to 2020 uh, is to provide a series of events and a series of containers that people can and different groups and organizations can get involved in as we really gather momentum towards some major events in that, uh, in that year 2020. It just feels like the rest of this decade and getting into the next decade beyond, uh, beyond this one is such a critical juncture uh, in the evolution of our planet and so the opportunity is there, very rich and ripe, for us to draw all these different uh, streams and strands together to do something of uh, tremendous significance. So one of the things we're looking at doing is uh, a global uh, campaign uh, across Africa and uh, focusing on Ethiopia with the U-Day Festival there in 2018 and uh, also in Jerusalem the same year, and then building up to a very large inter-spiritual festival in India in 2019, which we're very, very excited about, and we've got some wonderful momentum building towards that with some major partners. Uh, and all of this together with the online education programs and the academies that are being unrolled, uh, building towards a very large series of events across the United States with the Caravan of Light going from the West Coast to the East Coast uh, of America and culminating in the International Day of Peace on September 21, uh, 2020. And, uh, and certainly looking forward to hearing more about that vision from Stephen Dynan when he joins us uh, in a few minutes. But really part of the idea for all of this is that there are so many local groups and grassroots movements that exist uh, that are ready to really come together and rise up. We know globally we have a, uh, a spate of escalating crises at a global scale. Uh, at the same time, we have this rising consciousness. So there's definitely an urgency to mainstream the movements and to connect the grassroots movements of emerging spirituality with interfaith, social justice, the eco-based groups, the intentional communities, and so many more technology groups all coming together to really rise up as one human race to, uh, to, to take the future and make it a positive and uh, peaceful one for all of us. And one of the keys to all of this unfolding is having uh, great cooperation with a large number of aligned organizations. And we're very lucky to have on the line today uh, the president of Presence International, uh, to, uh, who's also uh, very involved in this work, Mr. Doug King. Thanks, Ben. And it's a real pleasure to be here with you and Kurt on behalf of Presence. And as you both know, we've been promoting the idea of a global conversation for a new earth for some time now. This series on convergence to us points to the fact that that conversation has become global. And more importantly, the road to 2020 for us is an actual example of what is manifesting as an outcome of the conversation. It's not just a conversation. So Presence is very happy to be part of this global family and a real pleasure to be here with you. Thank you, Ben. Thanks so much. As we just said, we've just come off a wonderful series of events at the United Nations kicking off this Convergence series. 
The studio has just let me know that Stephen Dynan, founder of the Shift Network, is online now. Shift Network, www.theshiftnetwork.com, is undoubtedly a household word to most of you, a global activist organization and one of the largest global Internet education providers. So I'll turn it back to Ben now to welcome Stephen and to finish out our introduction to the Road to 2020 discussion before we go on to speak with many of the other people worldwide who are going to be involved. Well, greetings, uh, Steve and Don, and it's a great privilege to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and uh, we go back to a little, a little bit of time. Uh, back in the first U-Day we did in Chiang Mai, Thailand, uh, we were a small part of what you were doing, Steve, and there's uh, birth 2012, and, uh, of course, we know that was a really global and incredible event all over the world. And in some senses now we're halfway between 2012 and, and, and 2020, uh, you've just released uh, an incredible piece of work called Sacred America, Sacred World, and uh, I was very excited to see Chapter 31 of that book is uh, all about this vision towards 2020. Tell us a little bit about where we've come from and where we're going. Well, before I even um, got going on the Shift Network in 2010, I had the strong guidance to, to do a, a PowerPoint called Vision 2020, and my deeper guidance was that this decade really is the turning point decade. It's, go it's challenging and messy. It's not just an easy process, but that this is the time when we kind of turn the ship of humanity towards a peaceful, sustainable, and healthy and prosperous future, and part of that is this kind of awakening to our larger oneness on the planet to really recognize that we are one global family. So the impulse to have these larger events that celebrate and activate that feeling of global community, global oneness, global family, I think are very important. And there have been quite a number of them historically. And we chose in 2012 to help to unify many of those that were activating around the end of the Mayan calendar. And, and we saw it as an opportunity to say, wow, we've got the end of one calendar, so what's beginning? So let's, what's, be, what's beginning is a new era that is built on principles of co-creation and deeper respect for all of, uh, all of humanity and that it's really the birth of a, of a new era for humanity that's balanced and masculine and feminine. And so there were, uh, I think, 40 major events and several hundred smaller events around the world that all participated in this, and including U-Day in Thailand, and it was really quite remarkable. And I think it was, it was just a, a foreshadowing of what is possible in 2020. So the, the actual term 2020 has that dual meaning of also meaning uh, perfect vision. So I think it's an opportune moment for us to reset the vision of humanity as something that, is, that we're moving towards a, a world that truly is uh, heaven on earth, that is, that is a, a vision of peace and sustainability and, and a world that works for all, that we've really banished many of the, the sort of the worst aspects of war and, and uh, extreme poverty to, to the dustbin of history and that we move forward. So I think we need to activate in the mind of humanity a vision of what's possible on the planet because otherwise we keep perpetuating what we've been doing. So what we're seeing in 2020 now is, is, is this kind of collective activation, um, have concerts around the world that are celebrating the musical and cultural inheritance of each country, that people are committing to global citizenship and mass, and that we're, and that we're really having this uh, experience of, of waking up as one, one humanity together. That is such a beautiful vision, Stephen. And, uh, you know, I think when you say that uh, this decade is a bit rough and rumble and a little bit messy, I think lots of us can relate to that. But it's so great to have that clear and the clarity 
of such a beautiful coming together and that optimism, you know, that deep optimism that, that, that you have expressed and also with it, with also a, uh, a realism as well about where we are, where we're up to and what we have to do in order to get from here to there and just the amount of work and effort and collaboration and cooperation and energy uh, that it's going to take to make those breakthroughs. Uh, and also, you know, there's a tremendous sense of fun and adventure as well in uh, in that vision that you're putting forth. So certainly being involved in 2012 and feeling the incredible momentum, even if it was at, at a scale that was quite humble, what we were doing in Thailand, it was still felt part of something global and even universal. And I think that's the spirit everyone's yearning for. Uh, so as we gear up to what looks like to becoming a much more public, much more larger scale series of events, uh, across the planet and, and uh, with a certain focus here in the United States uh, in 2020. Uh, there certainly seems to be lots of ways people can get involved. Can you give us a bit of an idea, Stephen, what are some of the ways you see it unfolding, particularly in America, across the year 2020? Well, I think um, I think you've been laying out a great grid work in terms of having a, a caravan tour that crosses America, builds energy as, as it as it goes. I, I see um, the International Day of Peace as the culmination point, where that we would like to see countries around the world declare an international holiday and really say, let's come together and create the most peaceful day in history, and, and really um, have a have a moratorium on any wars going on that we really create a kind of a sense of global peace and and also through music a celebration of our of our um, ultimately our oneness and our cultural inheritance so I would see us uh, building towards that moment and having uh, unification points there's many other days from Earth Day to World Water Day that can activate different um, aspects of this global coming together but the peace in many ways is the symbol when everything is working well together we have a peaceful society so i think that that's a, a great point to culminate and uh it'll also be before the uh next election cycles in the united states and and often elsewhere so hopefully the, when we create when we lift the vibration of consciousness around the around the world that will translate into better election decisions and ultimately better governance as well oh well it's, it's so true and there just seems to be a tremendous appetite Stephen, for this, uh, in so many different places. Now, all different uh, cultures and different people and different generations and different uh, interests are really yearning for what's next. And, uh, and a real, I guess, in some senses, as the situation on the planet becomes more dire and, 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 and looking at watching the news and just seeing what's happening on the planet, people are aware of just how critical the situation is. At the same time and simultaneous to that, there is just this amazing hunger for exactly everything that you're laying out there for this opportunity to come together and celebrate uh, that we are one people on one planet and uh, one family, as you say. So that's uh, certainly, uh, it feels like a magnetic kind of vision that's big enough to include everybody uh, and exciting enough to get them on board. So certainly, you know, and in terms of how organizations and, and, and uh, teams can work together, Stephen, do you see how evolutions in that taking place uh, that is going to allow all this to happen? Well, obviously, I think we need a lot more synergy and uh, between different initiatives. And so there's there's the coordination of, um, you know, I think in it's like an ecosystem model that it's not going to be just one uh, one 
thing. It's going to be a kind of an ecosystem of related initiatives. And so we're, we're hoping that people will come together and have campaigns building towards 2020. There's already quite a number that have been public around major religious leaders that are campaigning to end slavery um, by 2020. There's people to, who are working on village banking by 2020. And there, I think that if you can have a parallel, a, a a same timeline and parallel initiatives that working together towards a shared mission. I think that's how we create more synergy between the different groups involved. What a beautiful vision. And uh, I think it's something that we can all get on board with. And, uh, and uh, certainly the time is, is now. So thank you very much, Stephen, for, for laying out that vision. And we're all looking forward to being a part of it unfolding and, uh, and witnessing this incredible time on the planet. Awesome. Thank you so much. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hello, everyone. This is Ben from OneGod.com. We hope you are enjoying this series, The Convergence, Uniting the Tribes in the Interspiritual Age. For those of you looking to take a deeper dive into any of this amazing material, Dr. Kurt Johnson has created a magnificent online learning program called Interspiritual Mastery. And we are thrilled to be hosting this course and our new education platform, One God Academy. The Interspiritual Mastery program will take you on a guided journey through amazing developments in spirituality, ecology, indigenous wisdom and more, giving you a window seat to the dawn of the interspiritual age. For more information on this exciting new program, please go to onegod.com, that's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links to the Academy. Hi friends, this is Ben from onegod.com with a special announcement. We hope you're enjoying this radio series, The Convergence, a journey of waking up and growing up with Dr. Kurt Johnson and friends. Many of the ideas that have gone into making this series had their original expression through Kurt's landmark book, The Coming Into Spiritual Age. It's a modern day spiritual classic full of inspired thinking and heralding an optimistic future right within our grasp. As a special gift to listeners of The Convergence, Dr. Johnson is giving you the first four chapters as a gift. In these first 50 pages, Kurt and co-author David Ord lay out the framework for their grand, integrated, interspiritual vision, a vision that Ken Wilber says might very well change your world. To get your free download of this incredible gift, just go to onegod.com, that's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to The Convergence. You may connect with our program today by calling toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send us an email to info at onegod.com. That's I-N-F-O at the number one, God.com. Now back to this week's program. Thanks so much, and welcome back to The Convergence. This is your host, Dr. Kurt Johnson, and you've been listening to Ben Bowler of OneGod.com, World Weavers, and Uday, Stephen Dynan of the Shift Network, and Doug King of Presence discuss the road to 2020. 
In this next segment, Ben will welcome a host of renowned musicians and transformative entertainers who joined us at the United Nations Church Center Chapel for a special event on October 28th and are a part of the Road to 2020 team with One God's U Day festivals being held around the world. So, Ben, introduce your guests and let us know about your work and the U Day festivals. Thank you very much, Kurt. Well, we're very blessed uh, today to have some uh, very luminary musicians uh, on the line with us. And um, Pato Banton uh, is uh, my great friend, and uh, he is a Grammy-nominated artist. Uh, he's recorded with Sting and had number one uh, hits with uh, UB40. And uh, his wife and co-collaborator and, uh, and uh, co-exist activist, Antoinette Hall, uh, who's uh, also in the band, The Now Generation, which plays with Pato, and also uh, Renard Jude-Shai, uh, also known as Russ I. Ray. And he is a legendary bassist in the reggae uh, scene globally, uh, was, a, was a lead, one of the lead uh, performers with the Easy Star All-Stars for many years, uh, and has now joined the Now Generation. Uh, and is also the founder of the Until That Day movement. So we have some real big hitters with us. And uh, just to start off by giving everyone greetings. And uh, Pato, we want to hear a little bit from you and, and your whole journey in the sense of how music can be an inspiration to uplift and to spread a positive message of hope. Share with us uh, about your work. Well, firstly, I want to say hi, everyone. And it's a real pleasure and privilege to be on the air with you. Um, for me, you know, growing up, I was inspired by reggae music, you know, from Jamaica with its its message of peace, love, and, you know, spirituality. And, you know, I decided that I wanted to embrace this music and become a source of that same inspiration. And so I've been playing reggae music now for 30 years, been touring the world. Um, recently, we started, you know, our musical ministry. A lot of my fans, you know, ask me to become their minister. You know, some of them have asked me to marry them, baptize them, christen their children. So I decided to go online and get an ordination and so I could provide, especially the marriage service, um, legally. Um, it also allows me to do outreach to prisons and hospitals. Um, so now I'm a reggae minister and we travel the world, you know, using reggae music as our tool of inspiration. And, you know, the journey has been amazing and a lot of people's lives have been touched in a positive way. Absolutely. And I've been fortunate to witness that, uh, Pato, uh, in the show and just the way that you bring and the show brings and the music brings everybody together in a real palpable spiritual unity. It's something to behold. So, folks, if you uh, you want to get out and get a taste of that goodness, then jump on ministerpatobanton.com and mm -hmm. uh, check out the schedule. Is that correct? That's right. Beautiful, and your 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 blessed partner, but your partner in uh, in in co-creativity, and uh, mm -hmm. in in all of this work that you're doing, uh, is uh, is the, the the lightning rod, Antoinette Roots Daughter Hall. So, Antoinette, tell us a little bit about your your perspective and journey through through the world of how music is helping to heal the world. Uh, greetings, Ben, and everyone. Um, uh, same thing, just like Pato, many years ago as a musician, I was playing in a rock band and um, I came across reggae music, which had opened my eyes to what I realized was real significant change that was happening everywhere. 
even though people have their thoughts and ideas and the people that inspired them, I noticed that through reggae, especially through Bob Marley, he had a message of one God, one aim, and one destiny, and peace throughout. And this was something that people can kind of get on board throughout the world on one united effort and one united front of peace and unity. And I was like, well, if anything, this is going to be the music that is going to be the social, cultural, spiritual, and religious revolution that is happening all across this planet. So I decided that was going to be the music that I was going to be here to stay in and that I wanted to be part of something in my in my life that I didn't just want to just eat, live, work, and die, that I wanted to be in a progressive movement, and I felt that the music was the best way to be able to do so. Wow. Beautiful. And Ross Ray, Renard Shai, you're, uh, you're a lifelong... Uh, soldier on the front line of music and using music as an instrument for faith, hope, and love. Uh, Russ, tell us about your journey and uh, and what you're up to at the moment with the message. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say good morning, family. Pato Antoinette, Ben, Dr. Craig Johnson. It's great to be here. The journey has been uh, just one uh, filled with just wonder. I mean, from the time, as far as I can remember, from this perspective and where it is presently. I can look back and say that even the seemingly bad times is all good now because I can see it all led to this moment. Being born and raised in New Orleans, you know, of course, a musical city, musical family. My brother was a musician. My mom was a singer in the church. So I grew up in that element. And at that time, you know, music was more or less like, you know, uh, just it is what it is. You know, it's part of you. It's what you do. And at that moment, in those times, I can just see how, because I had to still develop and grow, that music was almost like the anti-answer to what really goes on. In other words, it, it can become the death of you, and it almost became the death of me. Just that business, that lifestyle was mm. involved in it, you know, all the things that goes along with it. But it, um, one bright day I heard Bob Marley, and that did it. You know, the same thing that could have killed me, music. It saved me. Music saved me, and it was through Bob Marley and his message. And that journey made a 180-degree turn from that point forward, and then the journey really, 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 really just took on a whole new light, a journey towards light and life. That's the way I love Pato puts it so succinctly, the journey towards light and life. And it led on this journey towards just discovering myself for who I am as a musician in relation to everything that's going on. As a musician, see, the music was always there. It never became disconnected. It couldn't. So in that journey meeting other people, like-mindedness, like a magnet, slowly but surely. Meeting Pato years and years ago, but yet the journey still had to continue. And now it's coming to this point, and being Pato's bass player, it was like a marriage, because it led to the whole thing of what led to the Until That Day mission, which took on a life all its own. Like a tell us, tell us about the Until That Day mission, uh, Russell. Well, the Until That Day mission really is something that's been going on before all of us were born. <laughs> now that I can see what it really is, it precedes all of us. And it's just that we just born at the right time and space to where it's when this speech by Haile Selassie was delivered to the United Nations in 1963. And the speech was touching on everything that we're striving for as far as the convergence and the road to 2020. And it's like, wow. So in a sense of like saying until that philosophy that holds all race superior and inferior, it's finally and permanently discredited the band. I say the speech over and over. It's like my mantra. Long story short, Bob Marley turned into a song that became popular. 
It did. And once again, the music, see, it never could be, there's no disconnect. We're always going back to the music. So if it wasn't for the music, I would never have been able to connect with that speech, which is the antithesis to what we're dealing with today, as far as what I see. And it's taking me around the world, it's taking me everywhere, and it's taking me right to this moment, being on this radio program. So here I am, sitting here with all these great minds, all these great souls, part of this great family on this great journey towards light and life. And the only thing I can say is that I give thanks for being part of it and look forward to working with this group, with this family, and will not give up until that day. Thank you. <laughs> well, amen, and, and well said, and until that day. Uh, Russ Ray and Pato and Antoinette, it's such a pleasure and a privilege that we've been involved in working together over the last four years in particular. And uh, we all, you know, can sense the power of music to heal a troubled and divided world. And these are uncertain times. And the way that music can uh, soothe the soul and bring people together and, and, and offer us a vision for the future of what could be. Uh, is something tremendously powerful. We had the privilege of being together in Thailand at the end of 2012 for the first U-Day Festival, uh, which was an opportunity to bring together artists and musicians as well as spiritual leaders and religious leaders and different cultural groups that came together in Chiang Mai at the end of December, around 22nd, 23rd, uh, in December 2012, when so much was being activated around the planet at that time. And we had a wonderful experience. It felt like uh, something like heaven coming to earth. And we really are very excited now about building up to the next series of events, starting with the Uday Festival in Ethiopia, land of origins, coming in February 2018. And this is the, Unite, the United Nations World Interfaith Harmony Week. is the first week of February. And, of course, February the 6th is Bob Marley's birthday. So it's really coming together as a convergence of the idea of intercultural, interfaith, interspiritual, coming together with the music and the joy and the hope and the faith and everything that that brings. So I know we're all excited about that. Can you tell us a little bit, Pato, about why is Ethiopia uh, a significant place to have an event like this? Ethiopia is a significant place because of its its history, you know, um, because, you know, of its biblical links, you know, um, Selassie's lineage goes all the way back to King David in the Bible, you know, through Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. You know, the Haile Selassie invited the um, Rastafari community to take some land in a place called Shashamani in Ethiopia. And a lot of Rastas around the world have actually made their exodus um, to Ethiopia, to this piece of land, and have set up a community there. Um, and just just the richness of the diversity there is so amazing that I think it's it's you know going to be a great place. There's a diversity of religions there too, so we'll have a great opportunity to you know learn about the culture and bring so many different diverse people together. Absolutely, and uh, it's such a, a powerful place as well with the, the hand-carved rock churches out at Lalibela. So we're really mm-hmm. looking excited to see lots of you out there in, uh, in 20, 2018 in February, and, uh, and we're going to be talking a little more about the Uday Festival coming up in India a little later on the show. I'd like to thank Pato, Antoinette Roots Daughter Hall, and Russ I. Ray for this enlivening conversation, and let me say, until that day. 
to find a piece to. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hello, everyone. This is Ben from OneGod.com. We hope you are enjoying this series, The Convergence, Uniting the Tribes in the Interspiritual Age. For those of you looking to take a deeper dive into any of this amazing material, Dr. Kurt Johnson has created a magnificent online learning program called Interspiritual Mastery. And we are thrilled to be hosting this course and our new education platform, One God Academy. The Interspiritual Mastery program will take you on a guided journey through amazing developments in spirituality, ecology, indigenous wisdom, and more, giving you a window seat to the dawn of the interspiritual age. For more information on this exciting new program, please go to onegod.com. That's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links to the Academy. Hi friends, this is Ben from OneGod.com with a special announcement. We hope you're enjoying this radio series, The Convergence, a journey of waking up and growing up with Dr. Kurt Johnson and friends. Many of the ideas that have gone into making this series had their original expression through Kurt's landmark book, The Coming into Spiritual Age. It's a modern day spiritual classic full of inspired thinking and heralding an optimistic future right within our grasp. As a special gift to listeners of The Convergence, Dr. Johnson is giving you the first four chapters as a gift. In these first 50 pages, Kurt and co-author David Ord lay out the framework for their grand, integrated, interspiritual vision, a vision that Ken Wilber says might very well change your world. To get your free download of this incredible gift, just go to onegod.com, that's the number one, G-O-D.com, and follow the links. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to The Convergence. You may connect with our program today by calling toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send us an email to info at onegod.com. That's I-N-F-O at the number one, god.com. Now back to this week's program. And welcome back to The Convergence. This is your host, Dr. Kurt Johnson, and you've been listening to Ben Bowler, Antoinette Hall, Pato Bonten, and Ross I. Ray, discussing the fabulous U-Day festivals that have been going on and are planned for various places around the world as we move toward 2020. Now, in this segment, we'll be speaking with those who will be leading the Road to 2020's Mystic Express program and its Internet Education Academy platform. So, Ben, over to you to introduce your guests. Thank you very much, Kurt. Uh, we've got some great people on the line today. We're looking forward to uh, diving a little deeper into these projects. We're going to start with the Mystic Express. And the Mystic Express is a uh, an experiential immersion program across the Indian religions and spiritualities that really we've been building towards for five or six years. Uh, we have been running immersion programs such as Monk for a Month and the Sufi Mystic program as well as Ruster Roots uh, since 2008 and uh, the whole way we've really been looking to have a program that as opposed to being immersed in one tradition would take in the whole variety of traditions and of course 
a natural place to do that is in India, which has birthed so many of the world's great spiritual traditions. So we're very excited to be just coming up very soon in just a, in a short few months to be doing the first pioneering program of the Mystic Express across India. And to tell you a little bit more about that, it's my friend and co-collaborator, Hannah Bowers. Over to you, Hannah. Thanks, Ben. Hi, everyone. So I'm going to tell you a bit more about the Mystic Express program, which is going to be taking place in India this upcoming March. So a lot of people probably want to go on a trip. And maybe India is a place that's crossed your mind, but you're not sure where to start. So this program is really amazing for you because we're going to be going to a few different places, but we're also going to be going through a few different spiritual traditions as well. But really the most profound journey that we can ever go on in our life is really the journey home. And this means the journey within our hearts and within our souls and within who we truly are as ourselves. India is often referred to by many as, quote-unquote, Mother India, because it's the birthplace of many spiritual traditions and cultures. And on this Mystic Express pilgrimage, we will explore many of these, like a spiritual buffet, in a way. We will go to places like Vrindavan, which is the birthplace of Lord Krishna and many Vedic traditions. We will also go to the yoga capital of the world, which is Rishikesh. We will go to Haridwar, and we will go to many other places and have interfaith immersions with people who are really living in their dharma and living in their truth. We'll have all of our own unique experiences and we will all have our own individual paths that we'll be following because India and her spirit will resonate with us differently. That's why we'll explore various paths so we can all cultivate our own journey, but we'll do it together. It's said that the greatest distance traveled is from the head to the heart. So beyond the places we will go, hopefully this trip is a way for us to open up our hearts and to make way for spiritual transformation of our minds, bodies, and souls together and help change the world. I'm going to pass the mic, so to speak, over to my colleague and co-facilitator, Yanni Maniatis, who's going to tell you just a little bit more about what we're going to be doing on the trip. Yanni? Yeah, thanks very much, Hannah. That was very, very helpful to frame uh, this wonderful India Mystic Express. And yes, it won't be about traveling all around, though we will be doing that. It will be that that deep journey within. Uh, And we will have the opportunity, though, to experience Tibetan Buddhism, Islam, Sikhism, Baha'ism, Sufism, Indian, indigenous Christianity, and numerous forms of Hinduism as we travel around. When we begin in Delhi, which would be on the morning of uh, March 14th of 2017, we will get to experience um, the sacred ashram life of the science of spirituality ashram. And then from there, spending our five days there, we'll take some day trips, uh, visit the Goban Sadan, which is translated as God's House Without Walls, a Sikh-based interspiritual community uh, that uh, is so profound. When you, as soon as you walk on the grounds, you know that you're there. You really, really feel it. We'll also visit the Baha'i Lotus Temple, and we'll go into the Nizamuddin section of Delhi, where we will experience uh, 
worshippers um, in the Sufi tradition singing their devotional Kowali music and having their ceremonies on a Friday evening. Again, as Hannah said, we'll, be in, we'll go off to Vrindavan then, and from there we will also visit the Taj Mahal in Agra, and we will also go to Fatipur Sikri, uh, a well-preserved Muslim medieval Mughal uh, city from back in the 16th century. And with all of this, um, we will be led by numerous people, uh, indigenous to India, who will help us to experience our internal connection. Uh, that's, again, what's most important on this trip. But we'll also be guided by Dr. Darrell Bryan, a distinguished mm-hmm. professor emeritus of religious studies, and a leading educator in world religions and interfaith dialogue. He's been to India 25 times, has led numerous groups of people for up to three months on tours of the living religions of India. So we hope you can join us. Uh, Again, we will arrive March 14th morning, and we will finish again in Delhi on March the 28th. And for more details, just check out the link to the India Mystic Express website on the Convergence webpage for this episode. So thanks, Ben, and thanks, Hannah. Thank you, Yanni, and thank you, Hannah. It certainly sounds like a very rich experience, and uh, we were very blessed to be uh, going through on this journey uh, with uh, Dr. Uh, sorry, Professor Daryl Bryant and Yanni yourself and Hannah yourself as well as we go and really take that inner journey, as you said, Hannah, from the head to the heart. And if this world is to be recreated into something that it could be and wants to be, then we all need to become mystics. And so this is a great opportunity, whether you've been to India before or not, this is a chance to come and have a guided tour of the real heart of the mystical experience through the music and the culture and the spirituality. So we're very much looking forward to that. And we say, as Rumi said, come, come, whoever you are. We'll also be on that journey. We will be helping to lay the seeds for preparing the large interspiritual musical festival for 2019, the Uday Festival in India. Now, not everybody's got 15 days they can take away from life and family to travel to another part of the world to have these amazing experiences. And that's one of the reasons why we've gone at OneGod.com and created the Convergence Academy. The Convergence Academy is a leading-edge, world-class online learning system that delivers low-cost access to all of this incredible into spiritual information so that around the world people can tap in and learn about the areas and the interests and the passions that resonate with them. Through Dr. Kurt Johnson's work and network, there is a vast amount of information that can be shared in the fields of interfaith literacy, spiritual development, waking up and growing up, social activism, and everything you're hearing on this Convergence radio series. So we are tremendously excited for those who wish to dig a little deeper and join us on the Convergence Academy, which has all been unveiled in early 2017. And so tell us a little bit more about that. It's back to my good friend, Mr. Yanni Maniatis. Thank you, Ben. Uh, it's really exciting to be working on this academy uh, with all those uh, involved. And we have people from all over the world that will be our content contributors. Uh, and it will be very exciting uh, for those of you who take these programs. And each one of these programs are, are meant to help our students 
to have new ways of seeing the old paradigms and new ways of expanding and envisioning even beyond them. And we will be using truly cutting-edge online education program platform that will deeply engage the student with the use of the best of the new technologies. And this will help the students not only to best learn um, on his or her own, but will also offer each student the opportunity to become a part of a global community of change. So it won't just be information. It'll be an opportunity to plumb the depths of who you are and as well to join in community with Mm -hmm. others all over the world. Um, And we really want our programs, as Ben mentioned, to help students both wake up, that is to awaken to the sacred essence within them, and then to grow up, that is to find ways to best express their passions and gifts in this world. So in the um, spring, in March of 2017, uh, our first program by Dr. Kurt Johnson, uh, the author of the very influential and groundbreaking book, The Coming Interspiritual Age, will be our first offering. And this will be on interspiritual mastery. And so our program, again, is intended to help you to be educated And it's interesting to know that the etymological meaning of the word education is from the Latin educare, and that means to draw out from. So our education programs will help to draw out from each student the best and noblest within them, helping them to access their innate creativity and helping them to find ways to best express and share their gifts with and in the world. We are about transforming individuals and transforming the world. And as well, this is going to be fun because it's interesting, the etymology of the word student is from the Latin studere, which means to be eager. So we will support each student in helping him or her to be eager and passionate about what they are learning and who they are becoming and apply that they wish to, to building a world that sustains, includes, and ennobles all. Wow, that sounds like a pretty uh, amazing experience. And I love, Yanni, that you're talking about building community. And ultimately, that is the goal here. Knowledge is certainly important. Access to information through the world's collected and inherited wisdom traditions is essential to reach the new generation. And also the the beautiful um, coming together of building community. You mentioned the etymology of academy, uh, which is great. I'm trying to say the etymology of etymology is source. And ultimately, that's what this is all about, is for us to get back to the origin, back to the creator, back to the oneness that is our inherited nature. So we're looking forward to doing that through the Mystic Express experience with Hana and Yani and with all of us together at the Convergence Academy. Thanks for listening to The Convergence. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Hello. 
We hope you are enjoying this series on the Convergence, uniting the tribes in the interspiritual age. For those of you looking to take a deeper dive into any of this amazing material, Dr. Kurt Johnson has created an entire online learning program called Interspiritual Mastery, and we are thrilled to be hosting this course on our new education platform, One God Academy. The Interspiritual Mastery Program will take you on a guided journey through the amazing developments in spirituality, ecology, indigenous wisdom, and more, giving you a window seat to the dawn of the interspiritual age. For more information on this exciting new program, please go to OneGod.com. That's the number one, G-O-D.com. And follow the links to the Academy. Join us in changing the world through the work of waking up and growing up. And let us all strive to unite the tribes in this interspiritual age. This is Ben from OneGod.com and World Weaver Spiritual Adventures with a very special invitation to join us on an upcoming interspiritual tour of India called The Mystic Express. We are so excited about this program and we've been working towards it for many years. Together with key hosts and luminary guests from the Convergence Radio Series, we invite you to take the trip of a lifetime through the deeply mystical land of India, source to so many of the world's great spiritual traditions. You will be personally guided by learned masters through the traditions of Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, Sikhism and Sufism. More than just an incredible learning journey, this promises to be a moving, soulful experience that will transform each of us and the way we see the world. This facilitated mystical journey is leaving Delhi on March 14, 2017 and finishes up back in Delhi on March 27. All aboard. For more information, go to worldweavers.com and look for the Mystic Express. World Weavers, Adventures of the Spirit. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are tuned in to The Convergence. You may connect with our program today by calling toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send us an email to info at onegod.com. That's I-N-F-O at the number one, god.com. Now back to this week's program. Thanks, and welcome back to The Convergence. This is your host, Dr. Kurt Johnson, and I'm here with Ben Bowler of OneGod.com, World Weavers and Day, Stephen Dynan of the Shift Network, and Doug King of Presence. You've just been listening to a host of musicians and other initiative leaders discussing cultural exchange, global education programs, and local and regional festivals around the world that can amp up our possibilities for global transformative change as we move through the next years. So I'm going to ask Ben now to lead us in teasing out our final comments about where this process may be going, how many groups and organizations may be involved, what they'll all be doing together, and why this is so important at this time. Thank you very much, Kurt, and uh, it's been uh, a great, great and illuminating conversation so far. I think in terms of where we go from here, um, uh, Ali Selassie said in his speech that in order for us to create heaven on earth, as, as Stephen has said, uh, we need to become something that we've never been before. And uh, that's true of us as individuals, and it's true of us uh, in our organizational sense and, and in our institutional sense as well, uh, how we relate to each other and how we relate internally. 
So I'm very excited about the possibilities uh, of cooperation and collaboration and uh, becoming something greater than the sum of the parts. Stephen mentioned, you mentioned earlier, this idea of an ecosystem working together, which is a beautiful image of how collaboratively uh, as organizations we can, we can do this. This seems to be this shift, this, this coming into spiritual age. It seems to be too vast certainly for any one organization to be able to do on its own, even if it was the United Nations. So just in, in the sense of how, as organizations, we can work together to, to manifest this shift is a really exciting uh, thing to look at. It's great to have uh, Doug King from Presence International and, of course, Kurt, who's connected to so much. So maybe, Doug, we'll throw to you and, and, and I'll ask you your views on, and all your insights and how you see this unfolding at a collaborative level over the next four years and the next 40 years. Yeah, Ben, you know, with one of the themes, of course, of what we're doing here is under convergence is called uniting the tribes. And for me, that is an indicator that, first of all, we're all tribal in the sense that as individuals, we have unique gifts and unique talents. And as uh, collectives, we come from different cultures, we come from different parts of the globe, we come from different backgrounds. And the diversity of that and the complexity of that is rich and can be honored, while at the same time, we're not only tribal, but we're uniting. And the things that unite us are things such as Stephen mentioned uh, at the beginning of the conversation, an international day of peace, because those types of things are universal to us as a global human family, so that the movement that we're all discussing and the events that we're inviting all humanity into are the types of things that are helping us not just to be tribal, but to be cooperative and to find a great synergy, strength, and power in our uniting. Wow. Well, that certainly uh, certainly sounds like a compelling idea, and it sounds like an idea whose time has come, Doug. Uh, Kurt, uh, of course, you've spent a lifetime in this work and weaving all so many different threads together. What's your sense of, of the next four years and why this is so significant? Well, you know what's interesting and what's really inspired me is that we've seen in these last uh, days when we've done these kickoff events at the United Nations that the level of interest and the level of talent that's coming into this uh, to this uh, activity is is just amazing. So. When we talk about wrapping together this connection between the uh, the heritage of the wisdom traditions with regard to vision, ideals, and morals, and ethics, and what the world could look like that works for everybody, and then we wrap that into the sustainability goals of the of the UN, and we're working through a global nexus, I, I think there's a real chance that we can be a part of this shift that we're all seeing to this higher consciousness that moves away from ethnocentricity and onto a world-centric view about how the world works for everybody. So I'm excited. I'm excited particularly about the quality of people that are involved and the variety. Absolutely. And, and Kurt, just before we get uh, Stephen's insights on this, just wondering, what do you see are the biggest challenges on the road ahead? I think it's going to be a matter of coordinating in a way that just keeps the level of excitement and involvement really amped up and consistent. And the good thing is that's what I know you're good at. <laughs> All right, great. And, Stephen, to you, this vision of 2020 that you've unfolded and written about in your book, Sacred America, Sacred Earth, uh, which is part of the inspiration for what we have done in Australia, is Sacred Australia as well, which is a wonderful thing to be uh, aligned like that. 
Uh, and in this vision of 2020, as we roll towards it, uh, can you give us uh, also a little bit of how you see what's going to be taking place in the evolution of how organizations can work together to do what really is the, the perhaps the greatest task of the age? Well, it's really clear that we all have to move from our deeper oneness. We have to recognize that we are all part of this larger evolution of the planet. It's, um, and so when we reside in our deeper sense of connection and we respect that everybody is bringing a different piece of the larger puzzle together, that's when we can truly create something magnificent. So I encourage all of you who are listening to, to really tune in about what is your piece and to, to join in with us to create a larger movement of evolutionaries who are helping to uplift our planet, to evolve the next level of consciousness and culture, and to join together on these timelines and work together organizationally to really seed the dawning of a new era. And I think that when we come together, we can do amazing things. So let's do it. Let's do it. Great. Thanks so much, uh, Ben Bowler, Doug King, and Stephen Dynan, and all the musicians and educators that joined us also in the central segment. This episode will be replayed again on Thanksgiving Day, so join us again then for a refresher on this exciting road to 2020. Now, in December, our first episode will be with the renowned altruism scientist, Dr. David Sloan Wilson and distinguished guests from the business community, including David Corton, Robert Kadar, and Steve Farrell. So until then, have a great Thanksgiving season upcoming, and best to all of you from all of us here at The Convergence. Thank you for joining our team, Dr. Kurt Johnson, Ben Bowler, and Doug King for The Convergence. We invite you to tune in again next Thursday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel for another edition of the program. Until we talk again, have an outstanding week. Like tragedies, democracy wakes up diseased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.